0: Saturday mornings must listen for Set to go. Ready. Racing. The best minds in the business are ready to have
1: their
2: say. This is the Melbourne Racing Panel.
1: Looking forward to getting stuck into this meeting at the Valley. Coxplate Plate Qualifier Day. The fee and stakes, small field, but a ticket in the Cox Plate up for grabs and a terrific support card. The panel has assembled, headed by Dean Lester. Good morning to you, Dean.
3: Good morning, Warren.
1: Looking forward to fiend Stakes Day. I know the valley's one of your favorite venues to be at the races
3: yeah, looking forward to the day. interesting to see how the track will play yeah, we 've heard uh, that uh, from Marty Simon that that inside patch hasn 't been raced on for so long and, uh, and whether you know, the fields aren 't too big, so hopefully everything gets their chance there but uh, yeah, looking forward to the meeting and whilst we haven't got big numbers in the two feature races, they've got their own sort of fascinations, the uh, the tactics in the Fian and how much speed will be burnt early in the uh, McEwan. So, yeah, plenty to look forward to.
1: Plenty to look forward to, absolutely, as I welcome in David Gatley. Good morning to you, Gatley. You've got plenty to look forward to right around the country today.
3: Yeah, absolutely, uh,
0: looking very much uh, into it. And, yeah, I'm with Dino there. I don't think you need big fields. There's plenty of interest. I think all the runners in those feature races are sort of winning hopes, so... It makes for a a couple of fascinating races to
1: my eye. It's a terrific day on a number of fronts. We'll get to that shortly as we welcome in Nicole Thomas from the tab. Good morning to you, Nicole.
2: Good morning to you, Warren. What's the interest been around
1: the country today?
2: Yeah, plenty of early betting action on this card. Uh, Look, we've got some good money for Chalamet in race three and Earlswood has been popular in the and Stakes and money for Zoo Style in the McEwen as well and the best back runner overall though is Uncle Bryn. it's in race eight it's been $3 into 2.40 and it was backed as soon as the markets went up on Wednesday.
1: Yeah, he's certainly been well found by a number of judges that I've seen in some media commentary leading into the meetings. Just adding to Adrian Bott celebrating a birthday, Gay Waterhouse yesterday. Dino and your celebrating a special day today from all of the, the people here at RSN 927 and, more importantly, from all
3: of your fans out there in, uh, in the racing world. Dino, happy birthday. Thank you, Warren. That's uh, very kind of you. We would light the uh, candles, but we'd have to call the fire brigade. We're getting that many candles on the cake now, so uh, now we'll uh, enjoy the day.
1: Let's just hope it's a a special day from a tipping and a punting point of view. We kick off at the Valley, race one over the 1,500 metres, taking out numbers four and six. What's the market look
2: like in the first, Nicole? Well, number two, Major Beal, it is the favourite here at three dollars eighty. It's been backed in from four sixty as well. Castilian number one, next in the market, three seventy out to four dollars. Red Sun Sensation, Money for It number five, five dollars into four twenty. Big story number three is a four dollar eighty chance in from five. Elegant Diva number seven is five dollars fifty. And Disturbia the outsider number eight at twenty one dollars has come in from thirty four as well. So good money here for a few runners. Major Beale is probably the best backed of them, but good money for Red Sun sensation as well.
1: One of the races with a relatively small field, potentially a tactical race. Dino, you know, how do you think they might run the first?
3: Yeah, I was sort of thinking that uh, Major bill would be uh, prominent from the outside draw going up to the 1500, but uh, the likes of Big Story, uh, Elegant Diva, but they've all shown a little bit of tactical speed in their races, so it will be interesting. Not a long run to the first turn. And uh, yeah, another small field, but an interesting race. Uh, I'm going with the uh, Sydney Cider and Major Beal. I think uh, comes off the bit quite early but he, he does seem to rally in his races and just got nabbed late last start and I think uh, he can run well here the Waterhouse Bot stable have a I think a pretty good record in running in this race in recent years and uh, I think that Major Beal uh, can give a great side here to beat uh, Red Sun Sensation I was Boyd by Catherine Coleman's comments that it might be their best chance for the day from the Moody stable. Uh, I thought his win first up was excellent because he was restrained at the start, cut through the field, ran some of the best late sectionals of the meeting at Geelong. Don't think he has to get that far back here uh, in saying that's small field and could be a little bit busy early. Uh, Castilian, he's a really nice horse. Whether He might be a better big track horse, but he ran well again last start and uh, three big story who... Did the job at uh, Ballarat and the Synthetic. He looked very raw, looked as though he's got still a lot to learn. The ears were prick going to the line. And this is a harder race, but he, he might measure up to better company. But, uh, yeah, if you owned Elegant Diva or Disturbia, you'd think they're in for nice futures as well. It's a good little race to start the program. Two, five, one and three. Your thoughts on the first Gator?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with Major Beal as well. I think everything about him tells me he'll be strong at 1,500. You know, he takes some winding up, doesn't he? But then he sustained speed really well. He rode a really strong speed last time and was still there swinging at the end. He split a couple of handy horses too. Red sensation, good day, a bit of a sectional star there. Then fresh into the maiden win last time, came from the tail. His maiden rated better to my eye. Uh, and on the clock than Elegant Diva the same day. And quite well uh, relative to older horses, which is generally a good sign. Castilian's the one proven at the trip. He missed the bob somehow last time and the... Uh, the winner got that uh, rails run and uh, he was very, very genuine. That's his go. And uh, Disturb is not out of this, the maiden. And um, Nicole referenced there that I think they went up 50 to 1 Wednesday. That's not a bad roughie, I think, but um, I think they'll go forward two five one 1 and eight first.
1: Two five one and eight from Gator. Two five one and three from Dean Lester. And I'm seeing it a little bit similarly. I'm with the the same horse on top in number two, Major Beale. I think he'll be positive from that draw and and wind it up and and maintain a strong gallop. Two ahead of one, Castilian, who's racing well. Just a bob of the head last start. Five Red Sun Sensation was very good, winning last start. And Disturbia, albeit being a maiden, I agree with Gator. I think she's got some talent and uh, she'll get a soft run from that draw. Maybe just needs a, a little bit. Of luck late two one five and eight from me race two on the cards over the 1200 meters for the three-year-old colts and geldings we take out numbers seven and nine nicole what's the market telling us here
2: well number four Desert Icon, it's the favorite. It's three seventy backed in from four dollars sixty. Mohican Heights number six is next. It's been solid at the five dollar quote. Good money for pre to turn number eight, it's into five fifty from an opening nine fifty. Money for Irish Flame as well, number three, it's eight dollars into six dollars fifty. Midnight Blue, number one, has been a big drifter. It's drifted all the way out to seven dollars. I think it opened up four forty. Lightning Jack, number five, an eight dollar chance. hamizian number nine, is ten dollars, and good idea number two, a twenty-six dollar chance. So excellent money for the favorite desert. On, but irish flames well backed and also pre de turn
1: race two in fact over 2040 i did the scratching from the third race here the scratching here number seven durston who took out the wyong cup yesterday over the 2040 here for race two gator what do you think the likely race shape might be
0: yeah well the um the speed of the race i think is reasonably uh clear cut uh, most of these have been around the block a few times haven't they and I'd expect Irish Flame to lead. He won't be able to get away with what happened last time. I don't think he's going to go with some 20-odd lengths below average, but um, uh, he, he would certainly go forward. You think around this track, again, it's his best chance of success. There's an icon, Mohican Heights, probably take the trail, and then maybe good idea. Um, I thought Pretty Term was the one over the odds, those early markets. I think that's been, I guess, proven, given the push. I just wish he drew a little better. Um, his first up run was good. He was back and held up, whilst Jimmy the Bear was sailing away. And he found some maroon, ran home, race fastest. And of course, Jimmy ran quite well, didn't he, last week against the older horses in the listed Heatherly? Um, given the map, I'm um, just leaning to Mohican Heights over pre-determined. Um, he was wide too soon at Flemington for mine. He kept closing. The run was really good. There's the Man came form, which ties in a few of these. Um, he chased an informed horse last time, and they ran slick time. So, dropping to 54, you know. Uh, as I say, just drawn into the map around the valley, over predetermined desert icon, could certainly win. I think he might sit right on Irish Flame, as I touched on there. He's got a third up profile. He's got uh, Jimmy the Bear form. Now there he is uh, through running well in the Heatherly himself, and Harmessian gets down in the weights. I wouldn't talk out Irish Flame either. You know, um, competitive race. I thought six eight four nine.
1: Six eight four nine from Gator. Do you know there's plenty of love for you via the SMS for your birthday? Be interesting to see how that translates tomorrow morning when we've got the results of the races. How are you seeing race two?
3: Yes, that's right, Warren. Uh, um, I'm going to go with Irish Flame. He hasn't won since the Ballarat Cup of a couple of years ago. He probably aimed a little bit high last spring. He's had the three runs back. I thought he he led and went too slow last start, and and then the horses with a better turn of foot got him, and he battled on okay. I'm just hoping. Yeah, with added fitness, he rolls a little bit stronger here and gives a good sight. Uh, but Desert Icon, I thought it was a good run last week in a better race in the heavily. Just wanted to lay in under pressure, uh, just that, didn't like that much. But uh, yeah, he looks you know, close to a win with two runs under his belt. Uh, Midnight Blue, it's a really significant gear change for him. He's always been a much better horse in blinkers, but markets saying probably not today and he might need one more. But he's going to get a very cheap run from the inside draw. And uh, Mohican Heights is there with a chance. But it's a, another race where you know, a horse like Preeta is on the up and, and fitter for one run in. He'll be very competitive. Uh, I'll put them in three, four, one, and 6.
1: There, Dean Lester's numbers, six, eight, four, and 9 from Gator. I'm also with Mohican Heights in what I think is an even race, but I can see him getting a, a nice run near the speed. 6 for me, ahead of 3 Irish Flame, who I think fitter now will roll along at a more solid tempo than, than last start, and, and that's his best asset. 4 Desert Icon backs up from a stronger race last week, and 8 pre-to-turn getting fitter. Interesting comments from Matty Brown. He seems to have done really well, and that little extra gap between runs might even be a positive for him with that late scratching at the last meeting at the valley six three four and eight for me in race two race three it's now over the 1200 meters for the three-year-olds we take out numbers seven and nine what's the market telling us in the third Nicole
2: Shaloman is the favourite, number four. It's been well-backed as well, 4 20 into $3.50. Mullane is next, number two. It's gone from $4.20 to $4.00. Amenable, number eight, is a $7.50 chance in from eight. Number one, Sabinac, out to $8.00. Meridius, number 11, a little bit of support for it at the $11, now nine fifty. So Juggernaut, number 10, is out to $13.00. And Athletica, number three, has been backed, $18 into 13 So Bailey, number five, $14.00. Latvian, number six, is 15 And Social Conscience, number 12, is 126 so Charlemagne the favourite is the best backed in the race but also some money for others Meridius is one of them and the best of the ruffies, Athletica.
1: A few different form lines converging together here Dino and a, a number of horses first up, your, your thoughts on race 3
3: Yeah it's a, a good uh, race for the Colts and Geldings Warren and uh, I think probably a horse like Charlemagne and, and maybe Latvian are the most likely leaders, Athletica, I don't think he'll give up barrier 1 so I think it'll result in a pretty good speed, and I'm just hoping that uh, Amenable gets a, a good run through. Michael Kent uh, mentioning earlier that he probably needs that bit of luck, but from barrier two, if he can just get through you know, with a bit of luck at the right time, he's a horse that I thought won well on debut last preparation, but his recent jump-outs would suggest he's going really well, and uh, I'm with him first up uh, on an each-way basis. I think Sebeniak will, will improve. Uh, to my eye, looking at him uh, on the... Uh, the pre-race, he, he looked big in condition. Uh, he then was probably in the, the worst ground, and then he suffered interference. So it was a forgettable first up run. But he ran very well uh, through the Blue Diamond Series uh, in the autumn, and he, I think, maps for a pretty good run. I think he can improve here. Uh, Athletica from Barrier One, uh, he's hard fit, typical Waterhouse potholes I thought he'd use the gate to advantage and give us a bit of a sight in the lane. He's got the challenge of the outside draw, but his first up run in the vein stakes was very good. And that might be some of the better three-year-old Colton geldings form uh, through Giga Kick and Co. So I'll put him in next best. But, uh, yeah, a really good competitive three-year-old race, 8-1-3-2. Uh, three, you
1: think uh, a lot of different form lines converging here, Gator. There'll be some varying opinions. How are you seeing the race?
3: Yeah, I think that'll be the case,
0: um, and certainly the market's telling you that already, isn't it, that, um yeah, there's, there's a lot of uh, uh, different views. I mean, someone will be right. If it's me, I think I'm going to be rewarded, because Meridius is a really nice price so resumes here, home hard on debut, beat a horse called Atmosphere at Sale. Uh, that horse then beat Mackenzie Stakes winner, fast witness, he jumped out really well, blinkers on, and um just thought he was the one that's shade of over, just having um, a market that came up in time. Mullane, uh, really good return from him. Uh, I don't think 1100 ever going to be his go. They didn't go hard. He ran home. He broke 11 seconds, his last 200. Only he and Giga Kick did that all day. And, um, just not sure where they get to from gate 10. And it's 1200, an extra 100 metres enough. Um, if you guaranteed me a level playing field or swoopers track, I'd be, I'd be backing him heavily. Charlemagne was no match for Alpha Flight. So there's that Vane stakes form, and that's the one that Mullane ran in. Then went to 1,200 here uh, on wet ground, led until right on the line, pipped by fast witness. He must have a strong case. And amen- Amenable, there that, that was a really a quality last 600 number to win on debut. Liberty steps third a Caulfield, winner. Spelled, I likes the trial, beating Sir Bailey, um, who's in this, of course. Was under more pressure than that horse, but look, they both went well. Um, uh, so, not sure but um looking for value 11 2,
1: 4 and 8. The numbers from David Gate, the 11, 2, 4 and 8. 8, 1, 3 and 2 from Dean Lester and I'm also with Amenable on an each way basis. I thought the recent uh, work's been very good coming into the second preparation one well on debut, running strongly through the line there. 8 each way for me. Head a 4, Man, who'll ride the speed. He all but won over this course and distance last start. 11, So I like the recent jump out. The blinkers go on here and they weren't on in the jump out so you'd argue that there's going to be some improvement in the performance on race day from that jump out and one seven with the winkers on following that first up run in sydney i'm eight four eleven and one. 20 after eight on rsn nine two seven working through the meeting fee and stakes day at the valley time for a break in saturday mornings must listen for the melbourne racing panel Working through Fee and Stakes Day with Dean Lester, David Gately, Nicole Thomas from the tab. We're on a soft six with the rail, the true position. And race four is the Fee and Stakes, a small field over the 1,600 metres at Group 2 level. We've got a ticket into the Cox Plate up for grabs. The scratching is number five. Forgot you who is unfortunately out for the spring. What's the
2: market doing in the Fee Nicole? Yeah, with that scratching, it's a $0.05 cent deduction on the win price and $0.07 cents the play. So Mr. Brightside, the favourite, $1.85 at the moment, started $1.80 in this market, so a slight drifter and it reached $2 at one point. Number four, Earlswood's been really well back, the second favourite, $6.50 into $3.70. Number six, Inspirational Girls, a drifter, $4 out to $4.60. Spanish Mission, number one, is out to $10 from seven fifty, And the only other runner, Sound, number three, is a $26 chance. So really good money here for the second favourite, Earlswood, in this race. Gator, a small
1: field, likely
2: to be a tactical
1: event. How do you see it shaping up?
0: Yeah, I think the money for Oswood uh, is uh, due to the fact, he, A, he'll, he'll probably lead, um, and B, he did beat Spanish Mission first up last time in. And, uh, you know, Mr Brightside is a, is a jet, um, just absolutely bulletproof. He's not unbeatable. He certainly had the right run first up. He won the Lawrence, Um and, uh, you know, when he got when he was in that dogfight late, there was nothing there was any betting. He just never runs poorly. He handles any tempo, any track. Um, what a ripper he is. Inspirational girl regimes. Uh, liked her jump out. She ran home every bit as well as I'm um, Thunderstruck. First up last time in, in the oar. Then beat home Zaki and Mr. Brightside. In fact, um, uh, their record last prep was uh, 2-1 in Mr. Brightside's favour, wasn't it? Ellsworth's certainly in the game, as I say, likely leader here. And Spanish Mission, the world-class horse, just not sure 1,600 on a soft track is going to be the right recipe, um, but in the mix, two six four and 1.
1: Intriguing race with a small field. Dino, your thoughts on the fan?
3: Yes, Warren, uh, and it will come down to the, the tactics and how it's run, and let's go back to the blaming back in the autumn. An inspirational girl off a slow pace was able to out-sprint Zaki and uh, also, uh, Mr Brightside, and I just wonder if uh, she could do likewise here. She seems to have trialled up, I think, pretty well. There was a, a setback a few weeks back, but uh, the most recent jump out at Geelong, she seemed to be closing off well. She's got soft track form. She's at one four of six at the distance, first up winner, and, uh, yeah, she's just got that capacity to sprint so sharply. Uh, I'm going to go with her just ahead of uh, Mr. Brightside. No knock on him at all. He's uh, an absolute beauty and uh, his win first up was good and he'll make his own luck here. Earlswood is a little bit of the unknown, you know, how much more he'll improve off that first preparation. He might improve a lot and he's got you know, genuine quality through his, uh, irish form especially uh fourth in an irish derby to hurricane lane as a stayer so you know whatever he does today he's probably going to improve on but he's one, two of three at the distance and as gator referenced, spanish mission is a world-class horse it's at longer trips but he ran well in that uh, carline cup that i referenced that earlswood won so uh he's he goes in next best but uh yeah fascinating contest i'm going to go with inspirational girl 6241
1: how are you reading the map here dean
3: uh, i have to think that uh you yeah, mr brightside has got that capacity to just do his own thing but whether Earlswood wants to you know be up inside him and and lead him um, would be the the first thing and then inspirational girl probably whatever happens would be behind the two of them uh Spanish mission and sound, spanish mission the one one sound last but uh yeah whether Earls would kicks up and leads or Mr Brightside leads and then ultimately Oswood comes to his outside I think first 400 will be a uh, you know, telling factor there Six
1: two four and 1 from Dean Lester Two six four and 1 from David Gately I'm just thinking with that recent run under the belt and he's run well at wait uh, for age he's a wait for age winner at group 2 level Mr Brightside he got the right run first up but he'll strip fitter Craig Williams will definitely ride a tactical race. I just thought that run under the belt might stand him in good stead here. Two for me, head of four, Earlswood, who's likely to settle in the first couple, looks to be coming to hand quite well. Maddie Raymond, quite effusive about the way he's come to hand this preparation compared to the other preparations she's had with him. Six inspirational girl will stalk them and and she'll be hitting the line strongly. One Spanish mission, next best for me, two, four, six and one in the Fian. Race four, race five, the McEwan. The sprint feature a group two over the 1,000 metres. It's clear of scratchings. Nicole, what does the market look like for the Speedsters?
2: The favourite, Coolangatta, number seven, it's on the drift, one dollar ninety-five out to two dollars thirty. Number two in the Congo, a five-dollar chance, also a drifter out from four dollars twenty on opening. Zoo Style, number four, has been back, ten dollars into six fifty. Rothfire, number three, has also gone from eight into seven. Bit of money for away game, particularly this morning. Number five, it's into seven dollars from an opening nine dollars. The Inferno solid at twelve, and Similian number six, is a forty-one-dollar chance. So the favourite on the drift, with money for Zoo Style, Rothfire, and away game.
1: For different reasons this race might be interesting tactically, Dino, with a lot of horses that want to get right on the speed here. How are you seeing the the battle for the lead?
3: Yeah, well five of the seven, Warren, uh and they've drawn three outwards. So uh it'll it certainly will come down to intent in the first uh four hundred metres. And uh, I'm thinking with the lightweight and gatta might be the leader, but uh in the Congo, you know, the Waterhouse bots stable are aggressive with their tactics, Zeus style, Rothfire both hit the ground running. Semyon's got blinkers first time, so, uh, I think it'll come down to intent, so I wouldn't actually want to, to label one who'll be the likely leader.
1: Who do you think might be the likely winner?
3: I'm gonna go with Cool and Gadda. She's the three-year-old, uh, early season three-year-old that, from the two-year-old crop of last year, that I think I th- will make that progression, uh, straight to open grade early in the season, because I thought what she did, uh, was on raw talent. Her win at the Gold Coast was great. I don't think we saw the best of her in the golden slipper and she still nearly won it. So I think she's one that uh can make that progression. Jamie Carr riding at fifty kilos for a group two race. I think she wants to perhaps secure the ride on her today and then into a, a race like the Moya going forward. And uh so I'm with Cool and Gatta. Uh but good chances to in the Congo. He's a he's a beauty in the Congo. He's won a golden rose. Uh he ran very well when the weights were totally against him uh, in the Galaxy, first up last time in, giving three and a half kilos on very heavy ground to a superior wet tracker in Shelby 66. Then ran well, of course, in the arrow field to mazoo who then went on to win a Group 1. So I think he can run well fresh. Uh, won the Inferno race last year. If they overdo the speed up front, he's the one that will be closing late and away game, back for another campaign next best. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's a, a really good contest again, uh, but on with the filly, uh, 7, 2, one and 5.
1: Seven, two one and 5 Gator, just your thoughts on, on how you think they might settle given that there's so many on-speed runners as Dino's outlined here.
0: Yeah, it'll be fascinating the first 100 or 200 won <laughs> the sparks will be flying I can't wait to hear Matt Hill get into that one but um, I think style could lead any race he wanted to really, I think his um, gate speed and early leg speed is elite Um And I think it's his best chance of winning, too. Uh, I think in the Congo, perhaps sits up on second on him with Rossfire Coolingata taking the trails. That's the way I'm reading it, but I wouldn't argue with you... uh, Yeah, I wouldn't go to war with you with a different opinion, that's for sure. Uh, The way I'm reading it in the Congo, sits on zoo style, as I say, hopefully takes over around the turn and then can hold off the swoopers. His fresh run last time, as Dino referenced, was outstanding. I mean, with 56 kilos as a three-year-old... He had no right to be in the finish of that race and uh, the Galaxy, given the temper he was riding. Um, he's been trialling well as a new season, four-year-old. So I'm going to tip him. and um, Gata can certainly win. I think she's a star. Uh, loving the trials with 50 kilos. Never easy, though, is it? Early season, three-year-old filly. But, um, but uh, yeah, she's um, she looks an elite talent. Rothfire, a chase-through style in a Queensland trial. They both went really well. He was only swamped late, first up, last time in, and that was twelve hundred. And he was off a long injury and forced break. His break run says he's still a Group One horse, and Zoo Style in a away game uh, certainly in the conversation as well. Terrific contest, two seven three and four.
1: They're Gators numbers two seven three and four. Dean Lester's with seven two one and five. I'm also with Cool and Gator down on the fifty kilos. She's trialed up so well. She. Does have a bit of X Factor about her. Obviously, her, her toughest test taking on some older horses. But seven for me, ahead of five away game. The stable mate with the blinkers going back on. Two in the Congo. Looks to have trialled up well to resume and won the Inferno. He'll just be watching it all unfold. Be hitting the line strongly late. Seven, five, two and one. For me, just one via the SMS. Struggling to to get the numbers for race one. I'll just recap the the tips for the first. If you missed them earlier on, Dean Lester was with numbers two, five, one, and three in the first. My numbers were two, five. Two one five and eight. David Gately was two five one and eight. So two five one and three for Dino. Two five one and eight for Gator. Two one five and eight for me. The numbers in race one, and also some SMSs. Dino, apart from the birthday wishes, too many of them to mention. But number of SMSs wishing you the best in the Birdsville Cup today with Stradari. But there's a story there with Stradari, a horse that you bred with your mum. What's the latest on Stradari?
3: Oh no, we sold him, Warren. So uh, yeah, he's uh, he went up and he ran it. Uh but last week uh, and ran second so uh, he's uh, he's doing the, uh, the the rounds up uh, that way and uh, he runs today in the birdsville cup so uh, good luck to the new connections with him and uh, they they're having a bit of fun with him he's following John Keating around he is uh, John rode him last week but he's uh, I think he's jumped off this week so uh, yeah they're uh, they're certainly uh, doing the the uh, the the uh, long travels but uh, shame for birdsville it was called off yesterday but uh, hopefully they get to, to race today
1: Race six on the card at the Valley this afternoon is the Atlantic Jewel Stakes. What a great filly and mare she was, Atlantic Jewel. We take out numbers 2, 8, 9, 11, 12, 14, 16 and 17. What's the market look like
2: at the Atlantic Jewel, Nicole? you 've got a 21 cent deduction on these opening win prices and I'm loving you number three after that we bet 380 into 3 dollars50 so money for the favorite number six Troach has also been well backed early seven dollars into 480 lady Laguna number four seven into five boogie dancer number five is a 5 dollar50 chance revolutionary miss has drifted slightly today number one nine out to 950 vavia number 10 fifteen dollars portray number 13 been met with some support 21 into 17 and number 15 denied 19 dollars with Mumbai jewel number seven a $23 chance in from 31. So money for the top three in the market here. I'm loving you. Number three, Troach, number six, and Lady Laguna, number four.
1: Despite the scratchings, Gator, I still found this a really difficult race to sort out with a number of different form lines coming together. I suppose scratching a few makes it a little bit easier, but uh, I still found it a challenge. How did you find uh, find the Atlantic Jewel to sort out?
0: No, I agree with that assessment. And given, um, you know, they're still sorting themselves out, aren't they, these, these early season three-year-olds? Uh the queen of the ball coming out takes a bit of the speed aspect away, but um, I still think a solid speed. I think Troach's best chance of um, her best runs have been when she's led. Uh, Lady Laguna obviously went forward on that strong speed last time, boogie dancer, um, but plenty of others can can push forward. Tactics are going to be important. Uh, I've tipped Lady Laguna here narrowly. Um, I was against her first up, but I thought she ran very, very well. Uh, given she was the one um, up near that really strong speed in the Quisette, the race rated highly. Uh, she held on for fourth. The trifecta were all off midfield around, you know, coming to the turn, uh, given that tempo. Solid third to fireburn, second up last time in. Likes the Joe out of the track. Around the valley with a, you know, softer first 600. she going got to take some catching. Uh, I'm loving her uh, back, held up a touch strong to the line in that Quisette. Pipped Lady Laguna for third, of course, 1,200. Uh, Meet us here, the big tick. Of course, she won the talent at her only other second up run. I wonder if she can sit up a bit closer to two from that draw. Boogie dance, a little fresh and back to 1200 and um, looked exceptional on wet ground, hillside then. Easy run, slow speed last time. Simply too good. Soft win and troach. Uh, if it's the latest track, certainly goes in the uh, conversation. She probably, she probably can win anyway, but uh, an on pace pattern would help her. Four, three, five, and six.
1: How are you reading the Atlantic Jewel, Dean?
3: yeah I think it'll be a pretty good race for godolph and i'm i 'm tipping troach uh, because I think uh, she will lead and uh, she's just hard fit and uh, I think uh, this is her chance the last bit of the twelve hundred is certainly going to be a, a bit of a challenge for her, but uh maybe not quite as much pressure here after the uh, the scratching so i 'm going to go with her to beat uh, number three on Laviner, who I thought ran well first up uh, that form trusting that form through her and Lady Laguna. They both go in, numbers three and four. Uh, ten Varvia, she's got the Mooney Valley experience. She just hasn't had much luck at the draws, both uh, the two runs this time in and again today, but uh, she's hard fit. She handles the track well. Damien Oliver sticks with her. I'll put her in next best, but uh, it's a, uh, yet again, I sound like a bit of a broken record. Good competitive race, but uh, I'm going to go with Troach to make her own luck and take running down. Six, three, four, and ten. Six, three, four,
1: and ten from Dino in the first leg of the Quaddy. Four, three, five, and six from Gator. I'm with three. I'm loving it. She's probably going to settle behind one of her main dangers, Lady Laguna, and need some luck to get through. But uh, Damien Lane will no doubt be looking for that run. I'm three, Lady Laguna, who ran well first up, as did Lady Laguna in the, the same race. I'm loving it. And Lady Laguna, I'm going three, just ahead of four. Six, Troach looks the horse that's going to ride the speed and... and Provides something to, to chase down. And, and maybe the scratchings have just made that task a little bit easier at the 1,200 metres for Troach. And 13, Petray another Godolphin runner who looks to be trialling up quite nicely. Made a good impression in the most recent preparation. 3, 4, 6 and 13 for me in race 6. It's 23 to 9 on RSN 927. Time for a break. Back with the last three races and the boys' best on the Melbourne form panel.
3: This is Saturday morning's must listen format, the Melbourne Racing Panel.
1: Melbourne Panel working through the meeting at the Valley where we're on a soft six with the rail and the true position. Dean Lester, David Gately giving their selections, Nicole Thomas from the tab. And worth noting, we spoke to Michael Wood, the track manager at Randwick earlier on this morning, he mentioned that there were some showers about the rail, about 7 metres there the track was a soft 6 and in the last 15-20 minutes the track has been downgraded at Randwick to a soft 7, so the Randwick track down to a soft 7 be interested to get Gator's thoughts on that in the next hour when he works through the, the meeting with us in the interstate form hour up to race 7, the Chautauqua Stakes and he'll be on course at the valley today, hopefully he gets out of the uh, out of the stripping sheds and, and gets out onto the track, good to see Chautauqua back at the valley Rally. Race 7's over the 1200 metres. We scratch numbers 1, 14, 16, and
2: 17. How does the Chautauqua Stakes Market look, Nicole? It's a very open race this one. We've got equal five dollar fifty favourites. Corner pockets, one of them number seven, seven into the five fifty. And Prince of Boom number eight, eight dollars into five fifty. Rangers number four, has also been backed, nine dollars into six fifty. Wonder Bar number five is a nine dollar chance. Number six, Age of Chivalry, twelve dollars. Gravina number fifteen also at that twelve dollar quote. And Kalos is that same price, number seventeen, but has come in slightly, thirteen into twelve. Oxley Road number three out to fourteen dollars. Calypso Rain number thirteen is also a fourteen dollar chance. Number Nine Ranch Hand, $17. 12 Enchanted Heart, $21. ASAR, number 10, $26. Felicia, number 11, also 26 And Catalyst at that same quote, number 2. So money for three runners and decent support for all of them. Corner Pocket, number 7. Prince of Boom, number 8. And Rangers, number 4.
1: Decent field size here, Dino. How do you think they might run the Chitauqua?
3: Uh Yeah, Warren, it is a good size uh, field for, for the sprinters. And I think the speed's out wide. Prince of Boom, uh, out wider and... But you've got a middle pack of the likes of Corner Pocket, Felicia, Oxley Road, Azar with the blinkers, uh, on again. Uh, Rangers and Kellos, Barriers 1 and 2, I don't think will be giving up their spot. So, I think they'll be quite busy early, uh, and it looks a good, uh, competitive race. I'm gonna go with Rangers. He's just a reliable horse. He, he very rarely runs a poor race. Uh, he ran well. He ran into a very good horse last start at Caulfield in Uncommon James before that, uh, of course won the, uh, um he's, I think, uh, just the, the safest option in the race uh, from the inside draw to beat Corner Pocket, another one that uh, he's got a great winning habit. He's won 8 of 12. His only miss was uh, at his last start at Bendigo. I don't think all was right there. He's put away. Uh, he looks to have trialled up nicely, and uh, his first-up record's great, and he, he has been to the Valley twice and won on both occasions. Uh, five, uh, Wonder Bar and twelve Enchanted Heart down from Sydney for Chris Lees now in the Yulong ownership. So probably on their way to stud, but, uh, both of these mares very comfortable on soft ground. And I think if they overdo it up front, they're two that will be finishing strongly and at least drawn to be down closer to the inside, getting cheap runs. But, uh, I thought that Rangers was the safest option here, Warren. Four, seven, five and twelve.
1: Gator, how are you playing at Chautauqua?
0: Yeah, look, I agree. I think Rangers is, is the bulletproof one. He maps for a good trailing behind the speed, perhaps. And, you know, if he wasn't wide, no cover. You have to think he gets close at Uncommon James, who would have probably been a dollar eighty here had he not uh, had a little setback. And uh, he beat Ranch Hand fair and square. Eagle Farm in June. Soft track's only a bonus. And I thought he was on over the odds, those early markets. Gravina resumes. He's a very good horse on his day. He can run a big last 600. His overall uh, figures are exceptional. He gave Taksu six kilos, fresh life coming, sailed past him. A uh, trial behind in the Congo was terrific. A uh, wet track tick, just doesn't want uh, on-pace inside pattern. Happy to back them both. Prince of Boom resumes, he's won five of nine. He's had genuine excuses, all four of his misses, this horse. Corner pocket, the last time he was first up, he beat Mr. Brightside. He loves the jar out of the track. And uh, perhaps throwing in Kellos for the quaddy. Four fifteen eight and seven.
1: Four fifteen, eight and seven from Gator, four seven five and twelve from Dino, four seven, five and twelve. I'm also with Rangers. He's the Mister Reliable in this race. He's fit. He's racing well, and uh, and he's in form. and uh, And I'm with him for on an each way basis. At a seven corner pocket, who's got a good first up record, a good record in general. He used to have, looks to have trialed up well. Five Wonderbar. She's been a terrific mare for connections. They had a great ride with her through her, her race career. She's now racing in the Yulong colours, but I'm sure plenty of connections that had a great ride with Wonderbar will love to see her running at the Valley today. And fifteen Gravina looks to be trialling up well. Gaines to start as an emergency four seven five and fifteen for me race seven on the card the Chautauqua stakes race eight over 1600 meters a handicap with
2: johnny get number one staying at home how does the market look here nicole Excellent money for the favourite here. Uncle Bryn number five, three dollars into two dollars forty. Military expert next uh number six three ninety into three fifty as well. Mayfair Spirit number eleven has drifted out from seven, it's now nine dollars. So Bond number three twelve dollars. Number four Nerve Not Verve is fifteen. Shot of Irish number nine, it's gone eighteen dollars into fifteen. Rosso number seven is a nineteen dollar chance. The Amazonian number 8, eight, twenty-three. Number two, Dark Dream, also a twenty-three dollar chance, and Wycliffe number ten is twenty six dollars. But excellent money here for the the favourite is best backed Uncle Bryn and some money for military expert as well.
1: Gator, what sort of a, a run does this well backed commodity Uncle Bryn get here?
0: So oh, look, I can't see him being right amongst the speed, but I'm, I'm sort of hoping he'll be too good for them uh, anyway. I uh, did tip him first up in a Lawrence, um, despite the ratings saying he couldn't win it, and people post race told me he couldn't win it, which is always fun. Um, but I think this is his right race back to 54 kilos up to the mile. Uh, Speed-wise, perhaps sosie Bond and military expert go forward. I know they might be a little nervous military expert at the mile, but I think they want to uh, hustle and bustle in now. Shot of Irish, I think, is more positive here. Nerve, not verf, uh perhaps the other one. So, um, yeah, speed would be interesting. But I think Uncle and obviously, sectionals home were, you know, really similar to those with Mr Brightside in that line. And, um, yeah, Keeney runs well here. Military Expert was a tough winner, fresh, beating El Rocco um, on the same day as the Lawrence. Now, both races were run at 1,400, so we get a good uh, guide relative times. His race was run around three lengths slower overall, off a near-identical first 800. But he had 58 kilos, and Uncle Bryn was beaten around three lengths. So you can easily make a mathematical case that Military Expert uh, is really competitive here with Uncle Bryn, especially as the overhead start on him. Mayfair Spirit uh, looked at coming winner last time. Got to the mile. Too strong despite the 59 kilos and the on-pace pattern. And the Amazonian's trialling up well. And uh, she's pretty handy, I think. Um, I'm going to throw her in for fourth. Five, six, eleven, and eight.
1: What are we doing in the second last, Dean?
3: Yeah, I like Uncle Bryn Warren. Uh, I think uh, he ran well enough at weight for age first up. Uh, he's the one, I think, better suited at 1,600 here. Uh, second up, uh, he's second up performance, last campaign was his best when he won uh, the shooting star at uh, Sale and uh, just the, the fact that Ben Mellum is getting down to 54 kilos it'll be a fair while since Ben's ridden at that weight so uh, on with Uncle Bryn to beat military expert who will make his own luck on the speed, he was good last start, uh, he, he'll give a good sight, he's got to run a really strong 1600 but uh, he's going to make his own luck for a long way. Mayfair Spirit uh, coming off a restricted grade win here last start, but handled the valley well. Got a really good ride from Jamie Carr, But fit in form and uh, probably can roll forward here and be prominent in the run. And Shot of Irish, um, just he's, I thought he just didn't muster without the blinkers. But interesting that Patrick Payne said he began okay and it was he probably overdid going back last start. Uh, I think with more proactive ride with the lightweight, he could certainly be in the finish somewhere, but. Uh, if he's going to go on to something a bit better in the spring, Uncle Bryn, he should take care of this field, and uh, I suspect he will. Uh, 5, 6, 11 and
1: 9. Just your thoughts on one runner, Dino. I think a few of us were giving Rousseau a good chance going into a run on more rain-affected ground here first up. How do you assess Rousseau today, number 7 here?
3: Yeah, that race was very very well rated by Craig Newitt uh, in front, and so the back markers didn't have much chance, and he got wide on the track, and it Maybe as good a you know, wet track profile as he's got, that wet track didn't suit him. Uh, he could certainly improve today, whether he now needs 2,000 metres to do it, now that a little bit of the freshness is off him. But uh, if they can run on, because uh, he's, ba- he's going to be back and wide again, probably from the wide draw, uh, he's certainly well worth, it, at least including in trifectas and first fours.
1: 5, six, eleven, and 9, Dean Lester's numbers in race 8. David Gately with 5, six, eleven, and 8. I'm also with Uncle Brian. I thought he's run at wait for age. He's jump out going into this run. The market support in a better race first up was the indication that uh, he's On to better races than this, I would think. Five ahead of six, military expert who was well-backed, well-ridden, and was able to, to win first up, you'd think would strip even fitter. I'm giving Rousseau a chance on firmer ground than last start. Number seven, second up, and nine, shot of Irish, who worked home well last starter. I think he'll strip fitter with that run under the belt. Five, six, seven, and nine for me. As we get to the last, over the 1,600 metres, we take out numbers two, 12 and 17, Aspen, Colorado, not going around. How does the market look here,
2: Nicole? Attractable is the favourite, number ten. It's four dollars. 14 has been solid in this market. Unusual culture, next best, number fifteen. It has drifted out though, five dollars out to seven dollars. Good money for pounding, number thirteen. It's gone from fourteen dollars into seven fifty. Also, money around for global gift, number four. It's into seven fifty from an opening nine dollars. He's our Bonneval, number one, is an eight dollar chance. Mark of the man, number eight, is ten. It's in from thirteen dollars as well. Unanimous, number seven, is a ten dollar chance. Also, Passione, number fourteen, is fifteen dollars and has drifted out. Out. Number three, do you reckon? $21. Number five, French Moon, 23. Cerberus, number 11, it's been backed at a price, 51 into 23. Number 16, Sebsong, $26. Constantinople, number six, is 71. And Pythagoras, number nine, is 151. So the two best back runners in the last global gift and pounding. What about the best back runners on the card at the valley to this stage, Nicole? Oh, there's plenty of them, but Uncle Bryn is the best of them. That's race eight, number five, $3 into 240 Earlswood in the Fian Stakes, that's race four. And also, Zoo Style in the McEwen has been well backed at a price. It's race five. And around the place, I've had a look all around, and Randwick has some good shorteners as well. So, race one, number eight, Opal Ridge, it's been really well backed, $4 into 230 Eduardo in the Concord Stakes, it's race five at Randwick. And also, Zaki in the Tramway Stakes, it's race seven at Randwick. And I'll give you one at Morphville that's been back, Taunting in the last. That is race 10 at Moorfoot So plenty of action all over the place, Warren. Comprehensive, Nicole. And
1: no doubt you've had a good look around trying to find where you'd like to put your money today. Where's Nicole Thomas heading for a bet today?
2: Yeah, I'd like plenty today. Hopefully we have a good day. Mr. Brightside, I think, can win the fee and Stakes. It's pretty short, though, but I like cool and Coolangatta. It's race five, number seven. Good jump outs, only 50 kilos. So that's, that's where I'm going today. So fingers crossed. And I want to say a big happy birthday to Dean Lester there as well. And I hope you all have a big win and the punters out there. Have a good day. Great work, Nicole, echoing the sentiments of many around the country. Have a good day today.
1: Thanks for helping us out with the prices this morning. My pleasure. Thanks, Warren. Nicole Thomas with the market moves and the prices. Dino, how do you think they might run the last on your birthday? Hopefully you can bring us home with a winner.
3: Yeah, thanks to Nicole there. Um, oh, look, it'll be, I think, do you reckons probably the leader uh, and uh, maybe Attractable comes across from out wider. I'm hoping that Unusual Culture begins a bit cleaner. I think her last two runs she's been wider draws and probably negatively ridden. First up, she rode the speed, wasn't fast enough to just go with, Chain of Lightning, uh, but that form was outstanding, uh, after, uh, last week. Uh, the, the Quinella out of that race, uh, back in July ran the Quinella in the, uh, Cochrane Stakes and unusual culture. I think now looking for this trip. 54 kilos, well drawn. I think getting a cheap run. I like her. I think she's backable odds. I think she's got a great chance. Global gift. Saw a bit of a different side to him last start out of Yeah, probably not out of design, but out of the speed of the race. They went so hard he was back and just kept uh, running on. But I think it just shows he's in a really good vein of form. And I think today, conversely, I think he'll be able to get in the first three or four. And uh, I think he'll run well again. Mark of the man is a bit of a constant in these races, especially when the track's soft. He can land in a good spot and run a a reasonable race again and uh, unanimous. Has placed at 1,600 metres, got back and hit the line really well at Caulfield. Didn't have much luck. Uh, We'll have to probably duck and weave through traffic again, but uh, he's working up to another win. But I think today might be the the day for unusual culture. Scratch from Wednesday in a race that she looked very hard to beat in at Sandown, and they might have pulled the right rein here. 15-4, 8-7. How are we playing the last, Gator?
0: Yeah, look, I think... um... Uh, tractable's favourite, but um, I'm, I'm convinced he's a better horse on dry grounds. So I've just worked around him. I'm going to go with the stable mate, Pounding, who was strong to the line first up in good time. Went to Bendigo, but that was uh, too wet. He was up outside the speed. Wrong racing, gets a forgive run. Then getting to the mile his best trip. Drawn to get uh, perhaps the rails trail here um, on a better than heavy track uh, was the value. Unusual culture. Yeah, he was too far forward first up, then too far back second up. Back and wide turning, Corfield last time. Still ran home every bit as well as last week's winner, Spanish Tide. Um, McNeil takes over and I bet they settle closer. That Goldilocks scenario perhaps where we're not too close, not too far back might uh, see uh, this horse winning. Here's our Ben uh, Bonneval. Um, looked a coming winner uh, second up. Obviously won first up and then stayed at that same trip second up. Didn't quick and strong home. They went up and tripped, but I thought just uh, overcooked it, uh, ridden too close to a strong speed. Back to a 78, uh, ridden a bit colder. I think he can win. And yeah, global gifts flying. Yeah, the gap between runs in the last start as well. So uh, maybe a spirit would have run earlier today by now against some pretty smart ones. So we'll get a further guide on that form. Uh, unanimous uh, in the quaddie as well. 13, 15, 1 and 4.
1: 13, 15, 1 and 4 from Gator. 15, 4, 8 and 7 from Dean Lester in the last. I'm with 15, Unusual Culture. And I share Dino's hope that she can just settle a little bit closer from that draw. 15 for me, ahead of 4. Global Gift, who added another dimension to his, his racing repertoire last start, closing off from back in the field. 13, Pounding kept in with the potentially improving track from an inside draw for the Moody stable and seven unanimous fit a third up and at 1600 metres where he has placed before 15, 4, 13 and 7 for me in the last time for our last break. We'll be back with the boys' quaddies and best bets and that's must listening. David Gately delivered a quaddy in excess of $8,000 last week so we'll get the boys' thoughts on their best bets, quaddies and any other thoughts they've got around racing around the country before we leave into the Interstate Hour where David Gately will give us a whole preview of that meeting at Randwick. This
0: is Saturday morning's must-listen format, the Melbourne Racing Family.
1: Dean Lester, David Gately giving us their thoughts on the meeting at the Valley and David Gately will be online straight after the news at 9 o'clock to look through a big meeting at Randwick. Stay tuned for that. First of all, happy birthday, Dino. What are your thoughts on the best bets and your, your quaddies on the meeting at the Valley today?
3: Uh, Warren, I'm hoping Uncle Bryn can win race eight, number five. Uh, maybe the best value, I think, amenable race three, number eight. I think he's a really nice horse. If he gets the brakes at the right time, he, I think he's a little bit over the odds. Race three, number eight uh, for the quaddie. Uh In the first leg, I'm going numbers six, three, four, and ten in that order. In the second leg, numbers four 7, 5, 12 and 15. In the third leg, 5, 6, 11 and 9. And in the final leg, 15, 4, 8 and 7.
1: No doubt Leanne's been chomping at the bit, wanting to get her multis back on track. Have we got something for this week?
3: Yes, she's hunting to Hawkesbury. Race 2, number 8, Victorine. Race 3, number 3, Marquess. And race 5 at Moonee Valley, Koolangatta. And that comes to around the $12 mark for that multi. So uh, hopefully uh, she starts it off with a winner.
1: We'll get Leanne's multi up on our socials. And the racing awards tonight, Dino, being streamed on on racing.com, the Scobie Breasley medal, the Fred Hoisted, the, uh, the horse of the year. So plenty to look forward to if people are home tonight i know we're competing with some uh, some footy early in the evening but hopefully it coincides with uh, with the footy being finished and people can tune in if they're not able to, to get to the function in town tonight so plenty to look forward to with the horse of the year and other awards being announced tonight
3: yeah, it's good that they've all sort of been put together, Warren, and, uh, and celebrate the Victorian industry as a whole. Uh, we had the, the Country Awards a couple of weeks ago, and then uh, tonight should be a terrific night uh, with, uh, as you said, Horse City, Scobie, Breezeley and all the other industry awards.
1: Great work, Dino. Enjoy your birthday. It'll be a busy afternoon for you. Look forward to having you as part of the Correct Weight team tomorrow morning.
3: Terrific. Thanks, Warren.
0: David Gately, how do
1: you sum up today?
0: have the same best bet as the birthday boy. Race 8, number 5, Uncle Bryn. Quarty-wise, the Atlantic Jewels, the first leg, 4, 3, 5, and 6. Hopefully gets us through. Chautauqua, 4, 15, 8, 7, and 17. Uh, the third leg, Uncle Bryn's our best, but I want some insurance, 5, 6, and 11. And we're coming home with uh, 13, 15, 1, 4, and 7.
1: Well, those numbers for the Quadi delivered a, a dividend in excess of eight thousand dollars last week, Gator. Congratulations on that. Hopefully, there's a, a good reward in the Quadi numbers today, also. And looking forward to your preview of, of Roundrick and your thoughts on that track downgrade already this morning. Look forward to chatting to you after the nine o'clock news with John Bowden.
0: Yeah, well, I think we had a winner on top, but just some silver lining with the, the Quadi. But um, yeah, thanks mate. Good luck today, punters, and we'll speak soon uh, around Sydney.
1: Great work, Gator. My best is also race eight number five, Sir Bryn. I'm swimming with the tide there. Quaddy first league three, four, six, ten and fifteen. Second league numbers four, five, seven, twelve and fifteen. Numbers five and six in the third league, coming home with numbers four, seven, ten, thirteen and fifteen. Time for the news with John Bowden, in a state hour after that.